Yo, what's going on? This <clears throat> try again. What's going on? It's Trey Hendricks here in the Trey Hendricks podcast. I got a special guest. I'll allow him to introduce himself. Yeah, uh, what's good, bro? It's Wimley Musician, aka the Sunboy. We out here, man. Thanks for having me, dog. Hey, no problem. And I'm glad you came on. I'm actually surprised too, because you have a pretty big following. And I was like, damn, you want to come on the pod? That's tight. It's just it just comes with doing it for a long time, bro. But you gotta like never forget where you came from. You know what I mean? And um, hey, I no. heard about you. I heard about you before too. I think uh, I think uh, that Maserati thing actually kind of helped out too, right? I saw that you yeah. were uh, with him, right? Yeah, he's the homie. He's the homie. Yeah, that's what's up. Shout out Maserati. But yeah, man, it's good to be here, man. For real. Hey, facts. And uh, Noah was the one who told me about you or whatever. And Noah, he's like, oh, uh, Alvarez? my homie Wim. Yeah, Alvarez. Mm-hmm. Bro, that's my boy. Like from high school, we used to play football together. So shout out, uh, shout out Noah Alvarez, my Mike and I. Oh, uh, facts. You went to Villa Park? Went to Villa Park, dog. Spartans all day. Oh, okay. I, I went to Catella. You know what I mean? That's what's up. Okay. I don't think you were in our, uh, I don't think you were in our uh, division, but. Uh, oh, no. Nah, we, 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 we sucked by the time you were there, probably. So you was down there with Orange High and all them or what? Uh, we were with, who were we playing? We were played against Anaheim High, Loera High, just like all the other Anaheim schools, pretty much. Yeah, that's what's Magnolia, up. Savannah. Yeah, for me, it was like, it was Villa Park, uh, Canyon, El Medina, uh, Foothill came down to our bracket, uh, Edison somehow came down to our bracket, Tustin, and all them, but uh, yeah, that's a ways back now. <laughs> no, nah, because I went to, what game did I go to? I went to when Villa Park went to CIF and they played Edison at Angel that, Stadium. Were you, that was my after senior you year. you graduated or you were there? Oh, okay. That was my senior year. Yeah, oh, we went word? to Angel Stadium, dog. Shout out to A. Yeah, it was tight. It was tight. We lost. We lost. But that was the best L I ever took right there. No, yeah, I was there watching. That was pretty cool because I had some homies that went there and they were like, oh, let's go to the game, whatever. So, you know, yeah. I went. Yeah, it was packed. It was cool, man. It was like my, you know, 15 minutes of fame. It was cool. Right, so that was like high school. Were you making music then or were we just all like athlete at the time? For the most part, it was like student athlete, but I was rapping, you know, I did, a, I actually did a diss track on someone that did me dirty and like that one kind of, kind of flew up in the air a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Some people at El Medina knew, some people at Foothill knew and like everyone at my school Villa Park knew. So I kind of was on the map a little bit, but I didn't know what I had yet. I didn't know like the talents and the diversity that I had with it yet. Um, I was just so focused, you know, cause the, the, uh, the program at Villa Park was just crazy. Like our coach was insane. So it was uh-huh. like six, six, seven days a week in the gym, uh, you know, doing chalk talk, watching the plays, studying. Like it was, it was wild. So I didn't really have too much free time until my senior year. But uh, I always knew I had like a little knack for it, though. But not, not, not like all the way yet. Okay, you know? at that point in time, were you like, hey, yo, I want to make? Uh, you thought of making music as a career at that point, or not? Nah, that was just something you like to do. It was just something that I like to do. That's kind of what I'm trying to say in small words is back then it was just fun. I had did some shows, but it wasn't really like my focus or anything. I kind of wanted to just be an athlete and just be, be healthy and be in shape and and get smart. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's what I was trying to do. Um, And then once, once football, I realized that wasn't going to like scholarship me anywhere. I was like, you know what? Like I really, really, really like music. So I just Uh started just really, really taking off with it once I turned 18. Uh, sidetrack like i went um i did a little bit of digging i found an old song of yours oh shit music video. i think it was either called like this or like that like you me like talking? me like me there yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Pe- I didn't even recognize you bro i'm gonna keep it a 100 <laughs> i was like yo is this the right person like 
bro, it's the beard, bro. I was 18. I was 18 in that shot. Shout out YC Films too. That was his first, his first uh, music video, and that was my first uh, official music video too, with like actual uh-huh. hiring someone and all that. Um, man, bro, that was like the very beginning of the glow up right there. But little did oh, I know. Yeah, there's no beard back then. I had a baby face, bro. I just figured out like my style and all that. That's crazy, bro. You really did some digging for that one. No, yeah, I was like, I was like, is that him? Is that for real? Just another whim, or am I tripping? Is it my little brother, bro. and all that. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, bro. That's that's a classic, bro. I'll never take that one down. Shout out my boy King Zeus too. Um, he made that beat too back then. That's crazy, bro. Damn, light bulb just went off in my head. That's <laughs> nah, that's, that's a throwback for sure. Yeah, for real. That's a hit. But so um would you characterize because i listen to a few some of your songs and i'll say it's a mixture of like you know rapping and like melodies some melodic singing and stuff would you Facts. consider yourself a rapper or a singer or if someone asks you like yo what do you do what do you say i mean if i had to like kind of hyphenate it into one word i would just say melody rapper to be honest with you um i'm not really one or the other you know what i mean like when it comes to rapping like i i came up rapping you know, like uh-huh. I didn't even know how to read a beat. You know, I just came up just rapping, 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 just bars, no hooks, just bars. Like when I was in high school and then um, I learned how to like read a beat, structure a song. And then I started singing like it's probably like a junior or senior. I started listening to like Wiz Khalifa and stuff, started getting more melodies and everything. And then now it's kind of like a mix of both. It kind of just depends on what the beat is. You know what I mean? Like if I hear a beat within 10, 15 seconds, it's either going to rap to me or it's going to sing to me or it's going to do mm-hmm. nothing. And if it does nothing, it's, it's, it's next. You know what I mean? But if it sings to yeah. me, then I'm going to start humming it. You know, it comes out as gibberish first. But, you know, and then I, I kind of put the words in from there. And it kind of just just depends on the day, bro. For real. No, facts. You think that's where the Russ comparisons come from? Because obviously yeah. a lot of like, oh, he's like Russ. Or, but, but do you yep. get a, take offense to that? Or do you just like, hey, that's cool, whatever? Or what do you think? Well, I mean, Russ is a goat, bro. So shout out Russ, bro. If you're going to compare me to someone who's on Forbes list, that's cool with me, bro. That's cool with me. <laughs> right. I am not tripping on that. But I do see the comparisons, bro, especially like when I when I have like the man bun. I'd be doing all kinds of different styles. But whenever I have the man bun, everyone's like, oh, it's Russ's like, little brother, Russ's little cousin. I, I kind of see that, I guess. Mm. But um, with the sound, too, you know what I mean? There's not very many people that, that can do it like that. You know what I mean? So I do hear with like certain certain runs that I do, how it sounds kind of like the same subgenre of singing rap. I completely I completely see that, but I just feel like a spade is a spade, bro. Like I just feel like I'm kind of my own thing. You know what I <laughs> no. mean? Hey, facts. And going back, so you said like after high school is when you started taking music a little more seriously. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, for the career part, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And so around that time, what was the scene, Orange County scene like? Or were you just, you know, locked in, doing your own thing, not really worrying about what's going on er- everywhere else? I mean, it was kind of like, I don't really remember, bro. To be honest, like right after high school, I think like Anaheim was probably like the most popping back then as far as what I knew, because I was still kind of maneuvering, you know, and realizing yeah. who's who and like all the videographers and the podcasts and the producers and like all that. I didn't really have that all figured out yet. Um, so for me, I was just performing a lot at this place in Anaheim. I was performing at Chain Reaction a lot. I was yep. performing at uh, a place called Mirror Image Studios, which is like a warehouse. They had it every month, and I was always up in there. 
So Anaheim really, really did me good. And then I got the plug at observatory and that's just when shit really just started taking off when I was at the observatory, like every month opening up. So, Oh word. How was that? Yeah. Is, is dope. It was dope. I miss it, bro. Like it's not what it used to be because live nation kind of bought out <clears throat> the, the previous, I guess, booking uh -huh. agency, um, under the observatory and I'm, I'm still in there, but now with the whole coronavirus, everything just kind of went to shit, but man it, it was an experience bro like if you scroll back on my uh on anything really on my youtube there's like recap uh -huh. videos i was performing with like ray Shremmerd and like two chains and like oh, backstage with them and shit yeah bro that was probably the best that was probably like one of the peaks of my career when i was just consistently at the observatory and people were just constantly like bro like it's just a matter of time you know so oh, it, was, it was dope and I'm, I make music too, but one of my biggest fears was opening up at the observatory. And here's why. Right. Uh, it was like a few years ago. Uh, I went with my homeboy to see uh, Chief Keith, And yeah. I don't know why, but they booked like 10 opening acts or something. You know what I mean? Too many. And it's like, at this point, it's like getting close to midnight. And some dude comes on. He's like, hey, y'all ready to see Chief Keith?" And everyone's like, woo, yeah. And then he's like, all right, well, I got a few songs I want to do. And then they booed him straight off the oh, stage. Yeah, bro. And no, it wasn't even his fault. Yeah. So I was like, damn. So that's ever since I was like, nah, I can't perform up there. Uh-uh. That's so funny, bro. That's that's funny because they really be like that. But you kind of have to be yourself up there. You can't really clout chase. It doesn't really work. It uh -huh. doesn't work, bro. It doesn't work. At, at least at the observatory because I seen someone who was up there and he was like doing his thing or whatever. And he's like, yo, gonna catch me if I jump. And no one screamed. And I was like, why would you jump, bro? <laughs> like, nah. He jumped, he jumped, and I swear that shit cleared out, bro. And he went face first into the pavement, bro. So like ever since then, I'm like, bro, until I'm headlining the shit, you will never see me crowd surf ever. Not at the observatory, bro. Nah, hell no. Nah. So yeah. when you okay, so when you perform live, do you do any preparations? Do you rehearse at all or you just go on there and just do your thing and don't even trip on nothing? Like what what's that like mindset like? The mindset is like I don't know. I don't, I don't really get nervous. And it's crazy because when I was younger, I used to hate public speaking and doing all kinds mm -hmm. of that shit. But I, I love performing music, bro. And hyping up a crowd like, but, um, I don't know. I don't really know. It's been a while since I performed now because of all this BS, but oh yeah, I just, I just get excited. I mean, I like to rehearse a little bit, but I don't like to over practice because I still want it to feel warm. You know, I don't want it to feel kind of burnt. You exactly. know what I mean? Um, but I do like to get on the same page with my DJ, whoever whoever that is at the time, and uh, just make sure that the cue points are, are on point. Make sure that, you know, like, you cut the beat right there so I could talk to him real quick. And when I say this, drop it. You know what I mean? So yeah, I make sure that like, yeah. the ones and twos is on point. But once the ones and twos is on point and we run through it, like, two or three times and it, it's a wrap, then, then it's a wrap, you know? And then I just kind of leave it at that and just kind of listen to it. It's a, it also depends on this. It depends on... on um, how new the song is so if mm -hmm. i just made a song last night mix and mastered it and put it out and i'm about to do uh, a show you know you know this weekend with that song yeah. i'm like i'm gonna be bumping that shit all day bro because like mm -hmm. for me it's hard for me to memorize stuff like within mm -hmm. like a couple days you get yeah. me so so but most of the time i just perform the hits that i already know so um you know it's pretty simple no and when you're recording is that approach any different like i know some people, when they record, like, say, they go to the studio, they bring all their homies, they got drinks, they got weed, they doing the whole nah. night, other people just by themselves, me and the engineer, that's all I need. Maybe one close homie that, you know, give me some feedback. What, what yeah. type of person are you? Just me and my producer, and that's it. 
me, my producer, and maybe the shooter. Because my girl, she shoots for me too, so she could she could come too. Mm-hmm. But uh, for the most part, I don't like having a bunch of people there, a bunch of people that are loud, especially if there's no like soundproof booth. A lot oh, of people, then, yeah. a lot of a lot of people just don't even begin to understand that the mics are sensitive and that you can hear everything, bro. You can hear like you can hear like a rat through the wall. You know what I mean? So yeah, I feel like just the common person just doesn't have that common sense which is okay like it's no hard feelings but at the same time i'm not afraid to kick people out the studio if they're not respecting it you know what yeah, i mean studio that, etiquette, that, you know yeah and that will be your lesson you getting kicked out by me <laughs> like then you'll never do it again hopefully but he's told me part, you haven't kicked someone out before i have bro i had no to. i had to bro i was like bro i understand like my homie brought some girls through and he didn't tell me and i was like that's cool like you can always bring girls through you know um but um they just didn't get it. There's laughing and shit. And I was like, bro, I hate to be the asshole, bro. But can you, can y'all like wait outside or something? Like my future depends on this shit, you know? And yeah. it's like, even if it's not this track, that's going to blow me up. It's all a stepping stone. So you kind of stepping on that is kind of like disrespectful. And I tried to be nice a couple times and like, they don't really still don't understand or they forget. So I'm just like, you know what? Like I gotta, I gotta cut you off for tonight. No. So, mm-hmm. No, but for some the most people part, just think it's chilling and you just, you know, but you like look at it as work. Like this is something like I got to do. Like it's not it's, like a hangout spot, you know, it's it's fun. Like we could, we could, you know, when we're playing it back, there's a time and place for that, though. You know what I mean? So like when I'm playing it back and like the engineer is mixing it and everything, like, yeah, we could vibe, do like the Instagram, you know, TikTok, whatever's popping, do whatever you want. But if I'm recording, do not do not say anything. Like, do not even laugh. Turn your phones on vibrate. Like, I should have, I should start, like, having people sign shit before they come into the studio. You know what I mean? But I just kind of exit all out because, like, I've been, I've been engineering myself for, like, the last, like, six years. So I don't really need anyone. Like, I got my mic right here, though. I got it right here. Okay. Is that a, is that a blue microphone? I I see that. Yeah, it's the blue, it's the blue baby bottle. Um, I just feel like the high ends on it are really good for my voice and it just picks it up really crisp. So you know and i got like the uh the logic and the pro tools on the laptop right here so for the most part it's just me and then um my producer will come in too and he's the one that makes the beats so we'll go through from scratch like we'll go to splice or whatever whatever sample engine he has and like it'll be like a five second snippet and i'll be like that one right there we'll drag it in and stretch it flip it chop it screw it whatever and we just Mm -hmm. build it from the ground up right there so i like to keep it i like to keep it real tight in the studio Damn, you saying you freaking engineer and stuff? You really on your rush yeah. shit right now, dog? Yeah, <laughs> for real. I don't talk about it every song though, but um, but yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, I, right, I have to, bro, cause cause I can make money off of it, and it it saves me so much time, bro. Like, like if I want to wake up at four in the morning, be like, bro, I just had a dream, and I I can hear it right now. Like, I need to get in the studio right now. I need to lay this hook down. I can do that. I don't have to hit up so-and-so and drive out nowhere. Like I could just, you know, plug in right here and just like get a, at least a reference track like off top at any time. So it's worth it. Hey, facts. And uh, that was, let's transition to something that you brought that to my attention. Can you speak on the importance of investing in yourself? Cause you have to invest in yourself to get, you know, a microphone logic, yes. invest time to learn how to engineer correctly. I know some young artists listening right now, I hope, <laughs> you know, what, what are some, <laughs> important things about investing in yourself that you could tell them about yeah yeah i know they out there listening it's 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 worth it it's not even really investing too much money because like i mean it's not that it's not really that expensive like this mic was probably like a couple hundred dollars i got the 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 scarlet you know basic plug-in interface 
for like a couple yep. hundred bucks, but it's really just wanting it that bad and just outsourcing because you don't need 10 people to make a song. You don't, you only need, you know, one person really, to be honest with you, for me, two people because of the, the producer, but just keep it in house. You know what I mean? And, and really just kind of sharpen your skills. Cause at the end of the day, I know skills is not a, that big of a piece of a pie as it used to be. You know, it's all about like clout and numbers and, uh image and all that shit that's all important that's what the new generation has unlocked but you also got to have the skills too to back it up because when you have the people come to you then they're just going to fall off because you're not able to handle that in-studio situation or that on-camera situation you know so just just keep doing it you know and if you love it just continue to do it and just continue sharpening every every angle you know what i mean but specifically what you said was like engineering it's worth it bro take it from someone who engineers their own shit like you can you can put out music at your fingertips and there's no better feeling than that no agreed completely because i always said um i don't remember who i heard it from but it's like if if you don't have money one thing you do have is time you can invest yes. time there's so much um especially in this day and age there's so much tutorials on youtube there's so much information about damn near everything you want to learn how to engineer want to learn how to produce want to get better at songwriting like all that information is there if you want to learn how to read a contract if you ever get one presented to you you know what i mean so i think there's Dude, no excuse nowadays for these rappers you know what i mean 1000% bro like i graduated from youtube university bro <laughs> Facts. for real like that's how i learned that's literally how i learned bro like i'll give away the gems who cares like it was when I was like 15 and um, one of my, one of my homies, um, young knobs, shout out young knobs. Um, it was in high school and he brought me down to the studio and his stepdad was an engineer. And from the very first time I ever stepped on a mic, he taught me, broke it down. These are layers. These are dubs. These are, you know, whatever. And then he sat down and showed me the EQ, the compression, the auto tune, if you use it, um, anything. And from there, I was just so interested in it that I just, taught myself you know what i mean and it took a lot of years of putting shit out that didn't sound that good but i've been through the process of elimination you know what i mean and a lot of people they'd rather just pay and leapfrog past all that but once you've got it bro it's priceless so it's kind of whatever route you want to take but i'm glad i took this one agreed agreed and i got a question you know what i mean yeah uh, the people didn't ask this question but i want to know <laughs> spec steal your song dog i don't know i seriously don't know <laughs> I don't even know, bro. You'd have to ask him that because he's the only one that really knows that, to be honest. It's the same exact beat. The cadence is like pretty much the same, but you'll never know. You'll, you'll never know. You'll never know. So I'm not going to say he did. I'm not going to say he didn't. It was crazy because like a fan sent it to me and was like, yo, isn't this like the same beat? So I wasn't even the one that like even brought it out. It just kind of just uh -huh. like leaked out. And like, I was just kind of there because it was my song. So it's no hard feelings, but I feel like it could go either way. I feel like it's 50-50, bro. I mean, he told me nah. he didn't, so if he wants to stand on that, then that's cool. Maybe he didn't, but I don't know. I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that one, bro. But it's hey, no I'll hard feelings. It's cool. Right. Yeah, I appreciate the honesty on that. And hold up, I got my notes here. Oh, so I, I did with, I did the podcast with Maserati last week, and we did review the song uh, Real Time. Yep. What, what inspired that track? I liked it. That's a hit, bro. Shout out Sean Tug Music right quick, man. Yeah, that's my nigga now. He's he's dope. Um, so shout out Juice Unlock too. Juice Unlock had posted him, and I was like, bro, this fool got some raw talent. And I noticed it didn't have as much likes as like all the other 
I guess, people that are in the forefront of that uh, page. Yeah. So I was like, bro, this fool's like an underdog. This fool's underrated, bro. He got like only a few comments. I was like, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add him. He's dope. And I love melodies, especially lately. So I was like, bro, maybe we can work out a little collab. So um, that's just what happened. He came down to the studio like a month after that. And um, he just laid it down. First take. I was like. Word? First he one take that? It was one take. Shit, one nah, take. Because that song was hard. I, I did really? like that. I appreciate that. And um, and then he ended up having to leave because he had to handle some like some business. So he just came in. We did a photo shoot. We came in the studio. We were in there probably like 30 minutes tops. He's like, all right, I got something. So laid it down. I was like, bro, all right, bet. I'm going <laughs> to write real quick. I write pretty fast too. But I was, uh-huh. even I was impressed after that. I was like, damn, bro, this one is gassed that whole shit. Now I got to right? gas it, bro. So it was the perfect. He ended right at the transition of the beat. So I didn't have to switch nothing up. I just laid my verse on and shit makes him master that bitch and it was rap bro are we expecting more singles from you or are you gonna work do an ep a project like what what are we looking at in yeah. the future right now see, right see see right i go i go back and forth because i have i have seven albums out shit seven albums <laughs> yeah um and there was a point in between the albums about last year's 2019 2018 2019 um where I was like, I'm just going to do a marathon. I'm just going to just drop singles, 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 because people these days don't really have, I guess, the uh, the attention span that they used to. It's pushed out as micro content now. You know, people only will pay attention for 15 seconds before they swipe. It's just the way it is now. Yeah. So I was like, a single is the closest thing to, I guess, a snippet, you know? So I'm just going to give it to them, you know, bite size instead of giving it to them like, whole buffet because not everyone's that hungry for you yet you know what i mean so right now i just dropped uh heartbroken heartbreaker which was like a full length album and then i dropped a stimulus package which was like four tracks which was kind of like the leftovers but they were still hard so i was like bro like i'm gonna just drop that but now i'm gonna be doing singles i'm gonna be doing singles for a while until i find until i go through something that my whole life is based off that theme then that's the only time you'll ever see me fall into like an album mode but uh-huh you'll never know when that hits but as of right this second just singles i got like 10 in the vault right now ready to drop i'm just working on the strategy no agreed um i feel like nowadays like people just like the singles like you said because their attention span well people's attention span is shorter like my Facts. mom tried to show me like a mute like a not a music video like a youtube video or something and i'm like yo this is five minutes long mom i don't know if i can watch all this for real it's sad bro <laughs> it's sad because I've noticed it even in my own brain, bro. I'm like, damn, uh-huh. I really just swiped after three seconds, bro. Like, next, next. Because it's so easily accessible. You could just swipe at any time. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're, you're judged. The algorithm is, like, judged based off of that. You know what I mean? So making shorter videos is way better. Because I learned this about TikTok, right? So if you put out a 30-second clip on TikTok, right, and people watch five seconds of it and then swipe, that's a really low percentage because they haven't watched all the way to the end because it's 30 seconds long. But if you put out a 10 second long video and then they watch five seconds of it, that's 50%. They've watched half of the video. So therefore you're going to get boosted up and it's going to get shown to more people that aren't following you and more people will have a chance of liking it, sharing it, whatever. And then you get boosted to the next tier of like the internet. And I'm just really just studying, studying, studying that because Certain songs of mine have blown up at random times, and I don't even know why. I don't yeah. know why, and I'm trying to figure out like the method to the madness over here. So, 
Shit, you dropping yeah. gems with that TikTok point. I never even thought of that. Yeah, bro. It's facts, bro. I know a lot of people that are really kind of gurus with that shit, you know? So I kind of just take notes whenever possible. So take that. <laughs> take that. And I got a two-parted question. So it's like, sure. what artists would you like to collab with locally? Like someone around here and yeah. then someone else who's like mainstream, who would you love to collaborate with? Oh, shit. Um, locally? I don't know. I mean, I think it's typical to say like Fora and Young Pinch. Yeah. But I'd probably say both because I feel like when I'm in like a happy mood, I kind of make music kind of similar to Young Pinch where it's like a little bit of auto-tune and it's just like super vibey and super wavy. And you know, just feel, you feel like just cruising under the sun, smoking a blunt. But then there's other times where I get super deep with it and I would love to get on like a Fora track. You know what I mean? Ooh. So, so just depends on the day. But um, I guess on like a worldwide like spectrum, I'd probably say Drake, bro. I need right, my mm-hmm. Drake. I need my Drake feature. Everyone blows up after they after they collab with Drake, so I need that, bro. Bro, if you have that, that Drake stimulus where you just hop on your track, do a remix to one of your tracks, or something, you just going up, bro. From here, man. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. But then he's gonna steal your flow. But it's all good because you still got that collab. <laughs> you you gonna be moving but, to Calabasas or something after that? Yeah, for real, for real. But uh, yeah, probably Drake, and then a second, close second, probably J Cole. J Cole's the man, bro. Oh, fa- I could picture you and J Cole on a track too, going bar for right? bar. I could see that because he does the same thing. Like he could kind of sing and construct a song and compose music, actual music. But then mm-hmm. he could gas a whole beat with just bars and facts and knowledge. So I guess I like to compare myself to that because that's just how naturally it comes out. It just depends on the day. So question, what what do you feel about the Orange County scene today? Because I, I know Noah told me about you, but I also seen you posted on Juice Unlocked a few times. And there's some yeah. other artists there too. So you think the Orange County scene going up right now? Or what, what's your opinion? As of lately, I think it's in a really good place. I think it's it's trending, I think it's trending, you know, in an upward direction right now. I wasn't I wasn't too sure about it at one point just because it seemed like there was just a whole lot of friction with a whole lot of people behind the scenes, whether people make it public on a page or not. So I was like, damn, bro, like this is, this is just the music industry, bro. Like it's, it's kind of grimy and it's kind of like, it's smoke and mirrors, you know what I mean? But I feel like right now, a lot of people are really stepping up to kind of say juice, juice County is it's, how do I, how do I put this, bro? It's got the potential to be up there with like in Atlanta, New York, you know what I mean? Or even like a Bay Area, you hear like a Bay I Area agree. type beat, you think of the Bay, you hear New York, you know, and you're just like, damn, that's that's grimy, that's New York, in like the whole new Pop Smoke wave, rest in peace Pop Smoke. Um, but um, just all that, you know what it is when you hear it, and I know that, that Orange County has it, but I feel like the only advice that I could give to myself and anyone here is just continue to, to be yourself and be, be yourself more and more every day than you were yesterday, because individuality is what's going to get you out. You know what I mean? But Lately, I see a lot of more people working together. Um, just there's power in numbers. And I just feel like sometimes we tend to stray away from that because everyone wants to be the Superman. But why can't we be, you know, the Avengers, bro? Like there's, the, you know, like you got like Superman, <laughs> you got Batman, you got the Joker, you got Iron Man, you got all the whole players, bro. Like everyone can be a player. Just play your part and stop trying to step out of pocket and everyone just just do what they do. But still realize that there's power in numbers and we could we could all make it out and we could rise up 
So um, I think it's going in the right direction, though, for sure. Hey, you hear that, Orange County artist? If you're listening, you know what I mean? Collaboration, just fuck all those beef stuff. That shit's stupid. You know what I mean? Just work together. Like, if one person goes up, the whole scene goes up. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, imagine, imagine if, like, imagine if, like, Young Pinch wasn't blown up yet and he was just one of us. You know what I mean? And then he blew up to where he is now and we all knew him. Like, that would be, that would be freaking dope. So you'll never know who's going to come up. You know what I mean? So just just keep it cool with everyone. Just keep it cool, bro. And we're going to go in the right direction. Hey, facts. And yeah, so anything else you want to plug in? Anything we should look forward to? It's more singles, bro. It's more heat. Oh, so um, I realized I did that like Kehlani remix. I'm probably going to do a lot more remixes because I feel like... Oh, that was dope. People, thanks, man. People like appreciate something that they've seen before on like a high level and then they they're like oh i've seen that whim kid before but if it's just my single they might or might not click on it right but if they see oh whim remix kehlani or whatever like oh i think i heard that song that's crazy that shit just dropped last week i'm gonna click on it and then it kind of brings people it gives them something else to enjoy rather than just you know my my deep down like heart and soul you know what i mean so just just more more surface level shit you know um but also i'm gonna come with like the, the deep shit too so I don't even know, bro. I'm just stacking right now. Hey, that's what I like to hear. Y'all will see. Y'all will see. Hey, man, if you ever drop a single or album or EP or anything, let me know. We'll get you on the podcast again. Of course, bro. I appreciate that, bro. 1,000. I'm actually, I think I'm going to start, I think I'm going to start like next week or something. So we'll see. Okay. Hey, be on the lookout for that. Everyone heard that? (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know where to find me. All right. Hey, thank you for coming on, man. I really appreciate that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. One love. 714. Yeah. (laughs) All right. This is Trey Hendricks. We out. Yes, sir.